Welcome to Aw Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Kate Thompson. And me, Mark David Christensen. Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) Uh, And this is a very special episode, which I'm titling, P.S. I Would Love a Hellboy (laughs) Rom-Com. And that is because we have two very (laughs) special guests with us. They're the hosts of the podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Coms. We have Allie Jennings, who's at at Allie. Jens on Instagram. You can see (laughs) plugs right at the top. Plugs right at the top. I just want everybody to go check out her her movies. Uh, Little Demon Women is a a hit you can find her in. Little Demon Women and Once Upon I Was a a Butt. (laughs) Those are bad. I'm sorry. I I could have done better. (laughs) No, those are great. I challenged Mark to uh, come up with fake movie titles, and uh, honestly, I would see both those movies. Great. Um, But you are a writer of a a sketch musical show I have seen called Mike Pence's Alien Butt. Is that right? Baby. Mike Pence's Alien Alien Butt Baby. Baby. Great show. If that ever comes back and you have a chance to see it. Uh, everybody should run to because it's super funny. Uh, and then our another guest is Mia Sh- uh, Schaffler. Did I say that right? Yeah, right. that's perfect. Uh, she's on the UCB Herald team, Leroy. <laughs> and you can also catch her on the internet in ads for Apple, Lingo, Eyewear, and Estee Lauder. Woo! <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank no. you for having us. <laughs> Of course. Mia, those like Apple commercials you're in are like stories. They're known they don't even feel like traditional commercials, the ones I've seen. They're like full on like middle beginning and ends. It's so weird and like <laughs> I have no idea why it happens or why they let us do them. They're like it's each time we film it, it's a full week of filming. And then wow. it is, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I haven't I it's a, the luck I'm the luckiest person to like have a have that type of it's like a commercial, but it's not. Um, but yeah, yeah, and we, yeah, it's. Um, it's almost like a little web series. Like it yeah. feels like if somebody made Office Space into a web series. <laughs> I love At it. At least the ones I've seen. Yeah. Don't you have like a mug that has like a cat on it in one of them? Yes. All I can say is like they keep trolling me harder and harder. So the amount of cat <laughs> paraphernalia keeps like tripling each time. I love it. So you have a character arc in everything. Yeah, and uh, and the uh, yeah, and it's I, the worst part is like I don't I really don't have to try that hard to play that character. Like I'm not I'm not really acting a lot. <laughs> just, oh like, great. Yeah, it's not like, a huge departure. Yeah, yeah. Covered, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> you are currently covered in cat attire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> love love a good cat inspiration and your, poster. And your sign-off is meow meow? Yeah. <laughs> I never say now, I only say meow, so I say right now. <laughs> All right, well, for our listeners, tell us about your show. Uh, tell us about the podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Coms. Great, I'll, I'll give it a little go. P.S. I Love Rom-Coms is a podcast that me and I host on Campfire Media. Uh, every week, me and I and a guest will watch a rom-com, which we will then review, rate, and compare it to our own lives to see how accurate it is. Wow. And our our goal is to find the best rom-com of all time. Wow. What a feat you've given yourselves. (laughs) It's it's turning out to be... What I'm learning throughout the podcast is how many rom-coms there are. So many. So many. Yeah. Endless. Endless. There's so many. I think there's probably a lot of movies that people don't realize are rom-coms. That they, it's like, oh, I don't watch rom-coms. And then you're like, do you, have you like this? Yes. That's a rom-com. Yeah. Literally everyone, that's like every conversation we have with people who don't like rom-coms is then you go, oh, you don't like them. And you're like, well, what? And then you go through a few movies and they go, well, that's one of my favorite movies. And you go, you love rom-coms. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what, sucker? Exactly. (laughs) You're putting. Groundhog Day is a big one. People are like, I don't like groundhogs. I'm like, do you like Groundhog Day? And they're like, yeah, it's my favorite movie. And I go, okay, your favorite movie is a (laughs) rom-com. Yeah. That's a big time (laughs) rom-com. Oh my God. I would say, I don't know. I don't think we were recording, but coming to America, is yeah. like a super yes. rom-com like yeah yeah there's a lot 
I love Have you guys it. seen Long Shot? Yeah. Oh, we just did oh, it. Long Shot. Long Shot was oh, we just watched far it. better than I thought it was going to be. I yeah. had no, I, I didn't know what my expectations were, but I was like, this is pretty solid. Like, this is great. Yeah. yeah. It was done very well. I had, Very fun. Even as someone who loves rom-com, I was not looking forward to it because I was worried it was just like an old trope of like curmudgeoning men and like hot, perfect woman. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to watch yeah. that. But it was so much more than that. And it was, yeah. it was so good. It, it delivered in a big way. I was like, this is pretty great. Surprising. Uh, the- Have you guys ever seen But I'm a Cheerleader? <laughs> yes. Sorry, I was just talking to Luke Field about this uh, Yeah. Uh, I have movie. seen this movie. It's on Criterion right now. For anybody out there oh, who wants really? to watch it, yeah, the Cri- it's just a bonkers movie. If you're, if it, if it's like super campy and great, and a great cast, for listeners, right? Oh, yeah, Natasha yeah. Lyonne and Clea Duvall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really. Oh, I loved yes. that growing up. That was like a great. It's so great good. Movie. Yeah, it's great. Because <laughs> um, Criterion's doing a whole like, they're it's like Pride Month, so they're like, all their stuff is catered to that. So I know that was one of the things that they're screening on the channel. So and, and I've seen it prior, but it's great. I gotta sign back up for Criterion. The channel. I can only say if you love movies, the channel is great. Can you get it for free if you have a library card? Am I making that up? You can get <gasps> what? Not, you can't get to the channel, but there are if you have a library card canopy in some of them they have like a criterion section that will give you access to a lot of their Sweet. their I'm collection. Writing this down. Yeah. It, yeah. So it's called Canopy? Yeah, with a K. Okay. Library. Oh. Yeah, all you need is a library card and you can get access. And I think it's like twelve or so movies a month. So Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love the freaking library. I love the library. Library's <laughs> great. Library's the best. I miss libraries. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> we have a lot of we have a lot of library plugging that we have to cut out of our <laughs> our show. We, <laughs> we can read comics for I can read all these comics for free because of hoopladigital.com thanks to my library <laughs> it's like we should be sponsored by now <laughs> yeah it's uh, upsetting that we're not sponsored to be honest <laughs> yeah, whatever it's fine it is uh, but that's great I think all of our listeners out there um, you should definitely check out their show P.S. I love rom-coms but let's get to this crossover episode again I'm calling it P.S. I would love a Hellboy rom-com <laughs> so you two Allie and Mia, tell us your relationship slash knowledge of Hellboy, if if there is any, or if yeah, what keep do you in know, mind, like, zero is a zero perfectly is... valid relationship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I, um. Oh, you go. Mia. No, no, give me Mia, please, 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 Mia, please. <laughs> we thought the visual medium would help us not do this. <laughs> no, 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 Mia, please, please, okay, please, I'll please, go, I'll go. Um, Okay, okay, okay. My quick. knowledge of Hellboy is that I saw the 2004 Hellboy once in theaters in 2004 and completely gotcha. forgot every element of the film. And, and it was like I was watching it for the first time. And then I know that Hopper from Stranger Things is the new Hellboy, but I have yeah. not seen it. But I know it's on HBO Go, so maybe I'll watch it. Good uh, luck. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Yeah, don't. Yeah. don't. Oh. It's okay. But, um, yeah, and I don't know anything about, um, like, the comic book, uh, like, legend and backstory. And I, I didn't know anything. Cool. I was basically zero coming in. Great. Gotcha. Cool. Um, yes. If, if Mia is a zero, then I would be a negative two. Okay. <laughs> 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 um... Because uh, I uh, I had heard of Hellboy as a movie, did not realize it was a, a comic book. I um, I uh, I when watching the movie, I was like, "Wow, this feels like it could be a good graphic novel." And then I was like, "Wait a second, it is already." You didn't one. know how right you were. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the whole like kind of like Nazis are also demons. I was like, oh, this feels like a like the Nazi demon friendship kind of thing. I was like, yeah. oh, this feels like a comic book kind of a thing. Feels a little bit like a Captain America yes. sort of a vibe. Totally. And then I was like, oh, okay, okay, yes. And so n- I knew nothing. I 
And I knew that Hellboy was kind of red and that he had these two kind of like um, like Starbucks cups lids on his forehead. <laughs> um, and I was like, and I always wondered, I was like, are those goggles? Like, what are those things? And <gasps> they're his horns. Uh, yeah. You're totally not alone in thinking that, too. People are always like, are those goggle i don't know that's what most people say i think even after the like it took people the original readers of the comic always thought they were goggles at first really yeah until like the creator mike mignola like did a a storyline that made them grow back to like make it clear like those are horns (laughs) i love that visually that was very cool when they you know no spoilers when they grew back Oh, you can spoil. It's, it's, I think we can spoil anything we want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's great. I love that you guys came into it from there. That's why we brought you here. You're 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 critiquing this thing from a different point of view entirely. So let's yeah. get into it. We want to hear your ratings, because <laughs> like your your show that you do regularly, you're going to view Hellboy as a rom com. <laughs> yes. 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 Here's what I'll say before we dive into rating it. A surprising amount of rom-com tropes in this, in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Mia, did you, I like, I kept finding myself spotting them and maybe that's because we're, we're like apt to look for it during, for our podcast, but I, this movie was way more romantic than I thought it was going to be. 100%. There was some romance in it. There were not only romance, there was a love triangle, oh. and I yeah. love oh. a good love triangle. Oh my god! There, yeah, there, there were so many pleasant um, tropes and conventions in this film that I, you know, for me in a rom com, Ellie knows this. I love a good balance of tropes um, and and calm and rom. And so this to me had a really good balance of calm rom and some tropes I could hang my hat on that were from the rom-com genre, but also everything I love from the early aughts um, sort of superhero films, like X-Men, um, or just, yes. I don't know if League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is, I don't know what that is. I don't think, I don't think it's a yeah, superhero it's film. Based, oh, yeah, it's based it? on a it's graphic a novel. Yeah. Oh, great. It ha- there was something, there was a quote in this movie that I thought was, I always had attributed to League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, and it's not. And it's the one where he's like, when things go bump in the night. We bump back. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I love that quote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So I found myself pleasantly surprised by, this is sort of like a perfect movie for me, if I'm being honest. Oh, nice. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I hope they don't, like, get annoyed by <laughs> us making, like, because we like it, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, Dave, Dave, like, sort of likes it. Because it's not as faithful to the comic. Yeah, I, have, I, do, uh, I do think it's good because it's Guillermo del Toro, but I, I, really like I it, have yeah. little oh. things. I just have nitpicky stuff about it, but it's not it's not detrimental to like being a bad movie as it compared to the most recent Hellboy. The 2019 Hellboy is like it's like hard to watch. Whereas it's hot garbage. Man. Whereas like Del Toro's is fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. So. Sorry, my dog is uh, turning into Cujo back here. Oh boy, <laughs> poppy, 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 poppy. Uh, well. <laughs> do you guys want to tell us what tropes did you see? What were these ones that oh. stood out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to. Oh, Marley, yeah. 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 My list. Um, and we'll great. count, them. We'll count just... them up like we do for ours. We'll ca- we oh, we yeah. count. We it. like to count the tropes. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'll I'll start us off. Um. Uh. Right away. Uh. We get a a childhood flashback. Yes. Classic of um of all rom-coms, you know, seeing like what happened in this character's childhood that will give them complications later on in their life with their romantic relationships. Uh, Another one, a girl next door, guy next door kind of vibe. Both uh, Liz Sherman and Hellboy grew up together. You know, they said said that in the movie. I don't know if that's true in the comics, um, but... Did they grow up together? No, you just brushed well, it aside. Oh, I, meant, yeah. I meant brushing it aside, like you don't need to worry about it, the context of the comic versus the movie. But okay, great. Because yeah, in the movie, they don't. Uh, 
their ages are so different that it would be far inappropriate for them to have a relationship. Or in the comic book, you <laughs> yeah, mean? In the like comic in the book, co- sorry, yeah, in the comic, yeah. yeah. Well, you just brought up another rom-com trope, Mark, which is the young woman, older man, yeah. where there's for always sure. a huge age difference, <laughs> yeah. where it's okay for a man who was born during World War II... <laughs> To be dating, I don't know, a woman in her late 20s? This has got to be the largest gap of all the movies you've ever yes. watched. I don't know. North Huge. by Northwest is a pretty big gap. But <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. God, North by Northwest. Yes. Pretty big gap. But yeah, but um, this is <laughs> Pretty big. Okay, girl next door, guy next door. We grew up together. Okay, um, a child wise beyond their years. That mm. pigeon boy was... Yeah. That nine-year-old pigeon boy was giving Hellboy some really good advice. Some sage um, advice from a child. Child, yeah. You see these in classic rom-coms like 300 Days or 300 Days of Summer? 500. Yes. 500. I was like, 300 Days of Summer. That I was seems, fully like, yes, it is. That seems like not enough Days of Summer. <laughs> That's um, the prequel. 500 Days of Summer uh, and definitely maybe... Um, Oh, here's another one. Stalking to show affection. Hellboy is stalking Liz because he loves her and cares about her. It's something that rom-coms says is romantic, but in real life, less so. Um, uh, Okay. Uh, A romantic lead is clueless that uh, her male counterpart is in love with her. So Liz is clueless that Hellboy is in love with her. What are all these notes on the floor? What are all these notes on the floor with my name? Yeah, doesn't even look at all the love letters that are just, she has to wade through to talk to him. Um, What else? Oh, FBI guy. Oh, what's his name? What's the FBI guy's name? Myers. Myers Myers is the classic good on paper guy. Guy who is like perfect and who Liz should fall in love with. He's normal, but she doesn't. Um, And then... Oh, I just have one more. I have um, co-worker interested in your love life. We have that kind of like blue fish man who is technically um, like Abe, who is technically played by David Hyde Pierce. Bless him. I love him. He's so good. Um, uh, Who's very interested in both Liz and Hellboy's. Uh, love life way more than he is about, you know, the a- demons. Any of his uh, own character development. <laughs> his own character development. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I guess he's pretty asexual. Um, yeah. But yeah, that those are the ones I got, Mia. That's so solid. Those, those are great. And I had a few Amazing. of those. The, the only other ones I have, and one of them, I'm not sure why I wrote it down, but Okay. <laughs> we have dur- usually during the flashback we get some narration and so we did have narration i think it was hellboy's dad yeah. who was narrating. Yeah. Oh, yes yeah mm-hmm. but so we normally get some sort of narration at that point so as we have seen in 500 days of summer train wreck um miss congeniality and then um we have the ending fake out which tell me oh, yeah. if you think this works because typically in a okay. rom-com how this works is it's like they at the end they figure out they're like one of the partners figures out that they are in love and they're ready for it and they go i'm ready i mean i figured out all my obstacles and i'm here and the other one goes no it's too late <laughs> and then they wait like <laughs> and then they wait like three seconds and then the other partner turns around and goes actually i'm ready and then <laughs> so, so i think we kind of have this but it's kind of like with some of blair's like death so I don't know if that works, but it's like mm-hmm. she's dead. It's over. And then he like whispers to her and then she like wakes up. She's like, I think that yeah. works. It's like a to a, it's a heightened, like supernatural degree of that kind of trope. So I yeah. think it works. Yeah. yeah. And you still don't know if they're totally. going like, to be together because they honestly like she seemed like she had like lots of good chemistry with Myers. Um, yeah. yeah. So I was kind of surprised when she chose Hellboy. Um, and then no spoilers. But she does. <laughs> <laughs> no spoilers, but they do. Spoil. They do. Spoil. Okay, Liz Sherman and Hellboy like do end up together. For you? <laughs> <laughs> I get no spoilers, but it um... came out in 04. <laughs> I'm just personally afraid of spoiling things for people. Um, That's very considerate. Thank very. you. Thank you. And then I. Oh, Mia. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just remembered one that's your favorite. I'm going to. Wait, you go and then I'll go. Oh, wait. Okay, because. Okay. I'm so excited because Allie knows my favorites and I love my favorites. So I'm so sad. About this <laughs> but I, I, I think this is not true. I wrote down meet cute 
but I don't, I think I was talking about the dad in Hellboy. So I'm going to take that yeah. out. <laughs> I wrote that down too. Did you? But with question marks, I wrote meet cute with baby Ruths. <laughs> yeah. Because there's like that quirky detail of like candy, yeah. but it's like a father son relationship. But there's love there, but it's not romance. Yeah. So I wasn't yeah. sure. So, we'll so I wrote, out. we're not going to count that. But it was, I, it was, yeah, I was also tough. like, is it, is it not? But yeah, but it's him, him and yeah. so I think you're right in that it's gr more girl next door. Cause you really can't have girl next door and meet cute unless girl next door is also good on paper guy. Great. <laughs> So mm -hmm. yes. like, remind my me. eyes just went crossed. I was like, hold on. Yeah, I love, I'm like I watching love... the like wires connecting on the thing. <laughs> the rom-com math is boggling. I love it though. Yeah. Would you consider so like if it's not a romantic a, a romantic relationship? I guess yeah. Obviously, by definition, I was thinking of movies like Practical Magic or something where it's like sisters oh. or but there's still a romantic element of that movie. Yeah. I think if it's like a clear mapping, like what is that movie with Jason Segel and Paul Rudd? I love you, man. Yeah. Oh, I love you, man. I think it's a clear, if you're clearly mapping a rom-com onto a friendship, that can be the meet cute. Or if in Practical Magic, they're mapping, if the rom-com central relationship is between the sisters and it's more about sisterhood in the genre, then that yeah. would work. But I think if it's the side thing, it doesn't always work. Right. That makes sense. You guys need to like publish a paper on this or something. Oh my like, god! This is so interesting. We're so this serious about uh, it too. We're so we uh, I love it. We think about this all the time. Are you okay, guys one writing one? I think we will. No. <laughs> we will. We always during it we pitch a lot of ideas. We're like, what if this was a yeah. rom com that we wrote? Yeah. Um, something. Okay, here's a another trip. That's just I want to throw this last one in here because it's one of Mia's favorites and I didn't catch it until this morning. I had like a brain blast. Um, <laughs> the trope of the next morning, the woman only wears a sheet as clothes. <gasps> yes, you're so right. <laughs> There's this trope in rom-coms where women think it's okay to have like, just... after like they're naked, they just like wrap the sheet around them like a sexy little dress. Yeah. And guess what? Liz and Sherman on that stone table. Yeah. In a sheet. You know. In a sheet, and she, and Hellboy kind of like wraps her up in this little like sexy sheet dress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he fully like she gets up and like wraps her arms around him at the end. Like yeah, I guess I wasn't even looking for how the sheet was staying on, <laughs> still yeah. holding up there. Yeah, that's a thing because mm -hmm. it's yeah. not. You'd never do that. I've never once pulled a sheet <laughs> off a bed Dude. to cover my body. <laughs> I know it's like I mean her soul just got sucked out of her body and the fact that she's thinking about modesty at all is like what yeah yeah if my soul got sucked out of my body and I went into hell, <laughs> like some kind of afterworld I'd be like fuck it I'm gonna I'd let it just, all like, hang one, out one titty out one with the sheet be like like fiery and wet it would be rough <laughs> I wouldn't look my best oh that's brilliant <laughs> Oh, so, do, so, I had two questions for you two, yeah. the experts. Oh, yes. So oh, the f oh, yes. how did, if you can remind me, because I didn't watch it before this, I just, because we've watched it a bunch, I've watched it multiple times, but um, how does how does Liz meet the uh, Myers? How did that, is it after she blows up the, uh, the, the asylum with her fire? I'm trying to remember how they meet. Yeah, he sees her. <laughs> That's right. They so is I, that a tr is that a trope in itself? Like the um, like a dossier about somebody, or like some like some amount of information that Hitch. somebody can it's get. It's Hitch. Yes, it's, it's you typically see it in movies that have the bet or the secret article trope. Whoa. So in those movies, yeah, the bet, the secret, secret article. article trip, that's so funny. It's the best, the secret expose. is How the, to lose a guy in 10 days yeah, kind of shit. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Hitch. Okay. Uh, and even, and you see it in Sleepless in Seattle. And so it does pop up every yeah. now and then where someone just gets an, an inordinate amount of information about the other one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we'll okay. count it. I like it. that because I was yeah. like, it doesn't feel like a meet cute, but that's another trope that you're saying. Great. Yeah. Um, and my, so did you, did you watch the director's cut? Did you get the sequence where they have the, f the, f on the way driving in the cab and taking Polaroids of, of Myers? Probably not. Dave. <laughs> I'm just curious. 
Um, I'm gonna guess probably not. We, I could not find it. That's okay um, because I felt like that is like one of the biggest rom-com sequences. If you can, you should look it up and maybe find it on like YouTube or something because it's silly as hell. It feels not even part of the movie. It feels like a, it's just a rom-com. Like, it's just a moment dropped where in the middle of it. Yeah, it's just Liz and uh, Myers, their relationship developing a little more, where they're taking Polaroid pictures of each other in the back of a cab. Oh. And so it's very, it feels very much like, okay, they're trying to make this relationship why did, obvious to the audience. Why do they spend so much time on that relationship? Because, like, is it in the comics or is there, like, a big... Like, will they, won't they kind of vibe? Because, like, no. there was some serious flirtation going on. Yeah, I think I think that's more Del Toro's addition. Like, I think he wanted, like, I think he was, like, you know, even back then just in love with these, like, universal monster movies. Like, these sort of, like, like your creature from the Black Lagoon. Like, obviously, he's, like, obsessed with that. Uh, yeah. But I think he wanted to, like really make it feel more like a classic movie in that way and have this like other relationship at odds with Hellboy and Liz's relationship. I haven't like watched the com I mean, we have a copy with the commentary. Just, <laughs> just pop it on at this point. But I, I, yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. I guess what purpose does the love triangle typically serve in your guys' experience? Like, just creates tension, like just creates an obstacle for the two that you're rooting for, I guess. Usually, yeah. usually like, and you see this in Hellboy too. It's like the, the love triangle exists when like the two that should get together often are butting heads. Yeah. So they're usually like opposites and it's like, well, why, you know, do they really like each other? They're opposites. They're so different. And so then you have a good on paper guy that's like very similar to the lead or like this should be everything you want but instead you want this kind of wild weird dude um cool. or so just like a foil to be like this is really yeah like the, just to illustrate why main guy even though there's xyz problems yeah is the one that your yes. heart wants yeah and i think to show like why it would be worth it to try to like attain a like true love with this person like in long shot um, what's that? What's that guy's name, Ellie? That we love. He's a oh uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård is a perfect <laughs> uh, good on paper guy because he's perfect. so you're just not attracted to him at all. But he's like he's, perfect. He's perfect. Yeah. He's the prime minister of Canada. He's hot. He's progressive. Yeah. Yes. But you, he just makes your makes you dry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just dries you up. I just wonder, dries, if, dries I wonder if he gets these. Right he's, he's known. He's known that's a strength of his for roles. <laughs> uh, the Skarsgård's just dry me up. <laughs> that, enti that entire family's like, here's the thing. We're gonna get a lot of jobs, but it's gonna dry a lot of people up. Just, <laughs> so lean into it. <laughs> That's so true. It, um, yeah. that, yeah. that Hulu, uh, Stephen King show. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wild. I and I feel it. like Myers is the same where like, honestly, and I'm sorry if I can't say bad words on your podcast you and this say. is probably, and probably I shouldn't use this word, but he's kind of a little, a little pussy. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. He's a weenie. I love it. He's he's like a little. I'll say he, if you want to cut that out, you can. He's a little wimpy boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's it too. Is like I think Hellboy is so like this uber masculine character, mm. you know. So it's also like <laughs> it's like you know, I, and I think in co comics do this a lot. Anyway, this is like a criticism of comics overall. Is like they're like a male fan reaction to comics to like over sexualizing women in comics is often well look at this male character he's like so he's got this skin tight suit on but it's like the argument is that's a that's also a male idealized thing like that's like men wanting to be like these super buff people and like women are like it like then this is very over generalizing but it's like women would like might not lean towards this like adonis looking kind of guy like that's not necessarily like what women are swooning over like if you look at like tiger beat or something it's like sensitive boys <laughs> mm -hmm. or like sensitive men who are like 
you know, just like listening and nice. Yeah. Uh, like Timothy Chalamet. Uh, you're, you're Timothy Chalamet. Yes. Uh, and love Timmy. Like, uh, yeah. So it's like, uh, I think in, I think in Hellboy, the character Hellboy is like very much still a male, like, um, uh, I don't know. There's a bit, like, there's, there's uh, machismo. Yeah. There's, yeah. Yeah. Archetype. It's like a very masculine archetype. Yeah, totally. And, and I think that like, Myers compared to that does look like a little weenie, but I think that <laughs> I think like <laughs> he's a little pussy. And, uh, uh, I think like I think yeah, I think it's still I think overall this is a movie maybe not intentionally made for for men more than women, but I think that that's kind of I don't know I don't know yeah. a lot like to make the character so so decidedly less masculine I yeah. think is like whether it was conscious or unconscious, I think is a pretty obvious thing in the movie. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying, Kate. Yeah. And I, and I think it's like very of the era too. It's like, that feels like all of, all of those types of movies at that time were very much like, we, we love a masculine man who expresses nothing he's feeling. (laughs) That is what we need to be all safe with. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I never relate. He does eventually, but you got to beat it out of him. Yes. Yes. Uh, If if you talk to anybody that knows me well enough, I cannot relate to those characters because I'm a big crier. Like, (laughs) and I even remember writing a screenplay or like something in college. And the one note I got back from like a a classmate, she told me that um, like, she's like, yeah, I like it, but this character's lead character, he's too emotional. We don't want men to be that way. And I was like, Like, what the fuck? I'm not going to be right. I'm I'm never going to be a John McClane. I'm going to (laughs) cry. That makes me so sad that we like, we like, inadvertently enforce that in each other we're in yeah yeah totally and i think it's getting better but it's like yeah for sure yeah, i think so for we've sure. been mentioning the long shot a lot in this podcast and like seth rogan's character is very emotional and oh. sensitive in that and it's that's nice to see and i think that's a good you know example and role models you know for for young men because you're right when people watch rom-coms and um, action movies as like, and when you're a kid, it kind of like informs your, your view of the world and, you know, totally. So it's hopefully down the, the, down the line, there will be more representations of, uh, dare I say pussies? <laughs> I, want, I want a little shy superhero. I want a super. Yeah, yeah I want to see a yeah, little positive, positive, positive. A little shy positive superhero pussies. who, yes, pussy boy. <laughs> He's sweet. He's sensitive, and yeah. he embraces. He embraces it, and that's his power. Yeah. He's I love a, it. High yeah. EQ. High EQ. <laughs> Uh, any other tropes before you rank it? We we're got a lot. That was a lot. Yeah, there we're was at a 10 lot. Right I think now. it was great. Yeah, and which 10, ten. isn't super high, but it, you do see like a lot of. I think like we just did Love and Basketball, and it had around 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it's like that 10's like standard, but on the like medium to lower end. Cool. Yeah. Great. Love and Basketball is another. I've seen that movie. That movie's great. So oh, excellent. So sexy. It is a very oh, sexy movie. It is. Uh, it's, it is. Weird, it's weird that they make like the uh, that that final like uh, basketball match. The two on two is sexy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, God. What are we playing for? Your heart. Yeah. yeah. Your heart. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> the tension, the tension in that uh, that tension is palpable um great <laughs> great yes okay so so we're at 10 so the question is Allie, do do we put it up against our current top five or do yeah we, okay is that do we put it would you guys like us to put hellboy against our current top five rom-coms i or would love you other, to do that <laughs> oh okay because why not i let's see where it falls let's see how bad it does <laughs> <laughs> okay amazing it's time to rate this hellboy is a rom-com and how we do this is our rating system we started with the top five highest internationally grossing rom-coms of all time so we let 
the people choose with their money, which were the top five. And then slowly each week we decide, we pit those top five up against the movie we watch and we see if the movie we watch should take the place of one of those top five. Right now, the top five are Notting Hill, mm-hmm. Love and Basketball, Hitch, 27 Dresses, and My Big Fat Greek Wedding. All yeah. right. You finally got, so, you finally got there's something about Mary out of there. Thank God. We were trying trying so hard. Um, So, guys, today, if we so choose, we can put Hellboy, the 2004 Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy, on the top five best rom-coms of all time. But we have to vote off one of those rom-coms for Hellboy to take the spot, and it has to be unanimous. So... Guys, what are our thoughts? Are we thinking Hellboy it deserves a spot on that list? <laughs> I mean, I can't unanimous. Here's the thing. I no, mean, I my ba- yeah, my I can't vote for it. I lo- I mean, because the only one I haven't, and I also think like the only one I would go after is just because I haven't seen it. You know what I mean? Twenty Seven Dresses mm-hmm. is at, is my blind spot on that list. Yes. I saw Twenty Seven Dresses in the theater, but I really couldn't tell you too much about it at this point. Yeah, I just gotta, you know, the. I do love that, I, and I think that rom coms sometimes are like diminished other other movies because they're like. I think a lot of it comes down to like them being marketed to women. And I think 100%. like you know. I think this mm-hmm. top five list of rom-coms should have rom-coms on it. And I don't think it should have <laughs> Hellboy on it. Hellboy has its place and it's and like, it's, it, it's like, it's nice that it has, it's nice that it has this like a surprising level of heart to it that maybe was unexpected. Like, I think that that's refreshing for a superhero movie, but does it, does it justify putting it on a list of top five rom-coms of all time? I don't think so. Yeah, I can't. Vote. Yeah, I, I can't. So. I can't vote it in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes what me and I do is if we feel like a movie we have watched, you know, has strong rom, strong com, but doesn't quite fit on the top five list, we create a new category just for it. So today <laughs> I pitch that we put Hellboy on the top five best uh, romantic. Uh, superhero movies list. Oh, yes. right. oh I love so that. We'll, we'll put it up there with uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Oh my God, and, yes. Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland, is that his name? Tom Holland oh and um, <laughs> other great romantic superhero movies. Sky High, perhaps? Sky High, yes. Oh, love Sky High. I always forget who's the mean one who's like crass and irreverent. Deadpool. 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 Oh, Deadpool, yeah. Yeah, that does have a romantic thing to it, yeah. especially the second um, one. Um, yeah. yeah. I would put Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp because they do sort of like actually, they tried to go for a rom-com in that movie. Oh. I haven't seen it, but really? I, I, I buy that because it seems romantic. Yeah. So that's what I would put in there. I'm trying to think if there's any other off the top of my head, but I can't, I don't think. I think there are other, no, there are other genres. No, like strong ones. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think Homecoming, Hellboy, Deadpool. I guess like there's Superman and Lois Lane in the first in like the original Superman. That's true. Movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm really. Str- that's I'm a really strong like, choice. That's a str- that's actually I think a strong one to compete. Uh, I mean, that's five, right? Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what I'll say is what I like about Hellboy and um, Liz's relationship is that there's some comedy there, too. You know, yeah. it's um, Lois Lane and Superman are very like um, kind of like stoic and like um, serious. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, not very relatable. Um, and I feel <laughs> like I can relate more to um, Liz and Hellboy. You know, they're not totally. perfect, but they try. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm with you there. The other one I would put on that list, this is off. I know we sort of moved forward, but I I think Batman Forever. I think the relationship between Bruce Wayne and Nicole Kidman's character have a strong romantic stuff in there. And I think she even has like a funny line at the end of the movie about how she's dating him and he has to like go off to be Batman or something. I'd have to rewatch it to find out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which one do you kick off? That's the Riddler one with the wacky two-faced Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. 
So. I guess we can kick off Sky High because it's not really like in the sort of world we're discussing, which is like Sky High is like a one-off that's not based on a... It's its um, own subcategory. It's its own subcategory. <laughs> and there are a lot of Sky High heads out there, surprisingly. Like but yeah, it's that's you know, it's its own thing. So we'll we'll knock off Sky <laughs> okay. High and we'll put Batman forever. <laughs> All right. Thanks for bending for me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll allow it this one. This one time. I'll get rid of it. But I'll get Sky High on a list someday. <laughs> you know, uh, I think all of us and the listeners out there are gonna be happy that Hellboy started a whole other list. That's all I <laughs> Absolute trailblazer. Really is. It really is. Well, that's great. Uh, did you want to move on then to the, like the single uh, comparison to the real world, our lives? You have any thoughts on that? Oh, yeah. Oh. Reality check. Reality, reality check. check. Yes. Okay. Let's. Oh see wow. So we are okay. Great. So in this segment for Reality Check, we compare the tropes and elements of this rom-com <laughs> slash serious comic book film and see if it holds up <laughs> in the real world. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, so in this movie, um, fire generator Selma Blair, Liz Sherman, uh, falls <laughs> in love with a half-demon Hellboy. Now... Have any of us fallen in love with a half demon and did it end well? <laughs> you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop in here and also just, you know, it, uh, uh, and say that um, something also is like they're also opposites, which is really interesting. You know right. what I mean? Like, I mean, like, um, even on like a chemical basis, like Liz is a ball of fire and Hellboy is flame retardant. Yes. And yet together they work. So I, I'll, I'll put it like an addendum on that, too, which is if we haven't dated someone who is half demon, have we ever dated somebody who is the exact opposite of us. Uh, yeah, I think I'm engaged to somebody that's we're opposites and we work well You're together. Engaged? Yeah. You're engaged. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh it's not. It's been. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So. Congratulations. I love how you two. The excitement off of you two is amazing. Oh my god. Congrats. Uh, when we're off, I'll text you the I'll text you the picture just so you can look at it. Please. Thank you. It's a cute picture that we have. But yeah, oh my like, gosh. So I think yes. I, I think that this holds up that like opposites not I don't even know if I uh, completely agree with the, like this statement of opposites attract, but I do think it tends I've come to the conclusion that like opposites tend to work. Like mm. like mm. I look I ch even checking in on my own personality, my own sort of the way I go about the world. If I was with someone that looked at the world exactly like me, we would fucking I'd probably be dead. <laughs> like <laughs> shit, yeah. shit wouldn't get done. I would would probably be like <laughs> ill <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah. like i would not, my responsibilities would go out the window <laughs> totally yeah totally it'd be like two people just in the same loop of what you're doing yeah <laughs> so i'm lucky that i found somebody that is opposite and then makes my life better so Oh, <laughs> and in that in that scenario, uh, I am Liz Sherman. <laughs> 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 okay. Hey, what about you? Uh, somebody is the opposite of me. I mean, I feel like I feel like I've definitely dated people who were. Like you find out that people have like different values or whatever as you like go <laughs> along, and then you're like, nah. I mean, I, I like, uh, like my fiance and I are like free. You're free engaged. It's amazing. It's just like a solid group game. Like, this is just a really good. Send us a pic. Send us a pic. Uh, show us that ring. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's stunning. I love it. I love it. I love it. Beautiful. We're like we're opposite in a in in a lot of ways, Jess and I. But like 
I don't know. Jess, how are we the opposite? <laughs> She'll tell you. <laughs> They're saying like, yeah, Colin and Jess real quick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's here. Well, I have blue eyes and you have green eyes. Oh, boy. Similar but different. Similar but different. Similar but different. Yeah. yeah, we like, you know, we agree on most stuff. Like if we, if like, if we're walking down the street and we see something like one that makes one of us roll our eyes, the other one's already gonna be rolling their eyes too. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're like, we already are, we're in tune with like that kind of stuff, I think. And that's a good balance because at the end of the day, Liz and Hellboy also share their unique sort of like, you know, I don't know if she's a demon as well, but they both share that quality where if yes. they, they both get each other's experience. Yeah, like yeah. a supernatural sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. You have yeah. to have like some sort of crossover. Like my our sense of humors for me are like very sure. aligned. We're laughing at the same thing. Or there's multiple times we've literally one of us has said a joke and we are just like moments away saying the same joke. That's just oh. always that's just always fun. <gasps> oh uh, yeah, I think that's that's like an ideal, like how you're alike. And then yeah. Oh, I love that. What about you guys? Is that part of Hellboy realistic to your life? I mean, I've dated a couple of half demons, but it's never really worked out. Um, so. Did you get switched? Not the finesse. I'm trying to think. You know, uh, what? I think. I think to answer this question. You know, honestly, it's like, what is um, a, a demon? Is it, you know, I've dated, is it like someone, how do we define demon? Is it someone who's like evil or is it someone who is supernatural? You know, yeah. like that's, uh, what do we, how would we define that? Um, yeah. I've definitely dated people who are ethereal. Like they have an ethereal quality to them where they're like very artistic and like, um, wild and they like will take me to like these weird hole in the wall bars oh, that like that. you know is it poetry or music or a performance art piece that's going on um, <laughs> and um, you know uh, definitely like a mis I've dated mystical people before and it tends to not work out um, <laughs> because I'm very um, hmm, matter of fact Type like a, a practical, person. practical person, and I don't have a lot of time for whimsy in my life. Um, and so, um, put that uh, on a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have time for whimsy. Okay, I don't have so a lot much. of time for whimsy I, in my life. I Sorry, okay, whimsy, no. I have things to do. Um, and so, um, yes, I, I have dated people who are different than me and who are whimsical and so far it has not panned <laughs> out um nia what about you <laughs> um no okay so never never dated demons um but i will say in terms of opposites my and my current relationship um we both initially began as very opposite where while we I, similarly where we share a sense of humor and we both are annoyed by the same things um, he is very was very unemotional and I was I'm extremely emotional. I'm like feeling all the <laughs> things all the time. And so when we started out, I was like, this is perfect, right? Because I'm so like Lulu and he's like very like stable. <laughs> and it was like great. And then but over time, which is interesting, is we both keep going towards the middle, right? Where I ah. I sort of start to get more like, okay, I don't, you know, it's not every feeling <laughs> isn't, you know, what we have to go with. We don't have to chase every feeling every time. And then he gets more, more emotional over time. So I think that's that does work in that um, it's, you, you probably attract to opposites because maybe they have tools you don't. And you want to like, yeah, wow. like, I love that. Work with that, yeah, complimenting I love each that. other. Yeah, that is amazing. And then, you, and then you learn, and it's so I like that. I like that. Um, well and demons, said. Like the, and it's demons like in that scene in Hellboy, where you know Hellboy's fighting all of those, um, you know, uh, Nazi dogs, and um, then <laughs> exactly. Liz, exactly. and then Liz comes and she like blows her fire tool and helps him because she has fire tool that and he doesn't have. And he's fireproof. And he's fireproof. So yeah. It's yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. So, Absolutely beautiful. 
<laughs> so, so reality seems to check out in that mm-hmm. opposites in relationship can work, but long term, we don't know. Just like in the movie, we don't know. You know mm-hmm. what is you know dating a demon doesn't necessarily work in the in Allie's reality check. So you know yeah. we'll see how it turns out for Liz and Hellboy. We will, we will. Hopefully they will, like you guys, become engaged. <laughs> <laughs> Put a ring on that stone hand, Liz. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, that is great. Uh, that's probably the most in-depth we'll ever get with that movie. I would love it. It was such a great analysis. I really appreciate you guys watching it so much and like putting so like putting that uh, thought onto it. I think is really so cool. Very much. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. It's really a pleasure. We live to discuss this. It's we, live, we genuinely love discussing this. And I loved. I cannot believe how much I liked the movie. Cause I, I I'm just, I'm a sucker for any early aughts, like drama, like in late nineties, like the skulls, the original X-Men. Hell yeah. There's like a certain element of like the, like the seriousness, which we, which we, we take it all. I like sort of like thriller kind of like yes. late nineties, early 2000s. Yes. Thriller all of them. I know what you did last summer, like the Hell glass yeah. house, <laughs> like all of yeah. those are <laughs> anything that would have been if, on TNT. If it was on like, cable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Hell yeah. If it was on cable, I watched it. It's amazing. Good fun year. Fun couple of years of movies. Fun couple of years of movies. Yeah. Thank you guys for letting us letting us look at it through a rom com lens, which is all we have. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We 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 gained so much from it. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's applicable to so much. Yeah. All right. Well, before we we close out on this wonderful episode, do you guys want to pitch us? Your ideal Hellboy rom-com movie that is strictly a Hellboy rom-com? <laughs> oh, yes. Let me just get my notes ready. Yeah, I'm your so... page is turning. Okay, okay. Let me just... There's this some is dimensions. strictly a rom-com. For the listeners, this, isn't them, this is not them pitching a new Hellboy movie. This is them pitching strictly the ideal version of a rom-com that Hellboy is in. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna read what I wrote. It is a little bit okay. It's a little bit okay. I was gonna okay. So in my in my Hellboy rom com, um, I imagine it to be kind of titled something like "Oh Hell, Low to Love." Um, yes. And it has kind of like um, like we open on like the girl next door, Liz Sherman. She's your typical woman. She's like a workaholic, a thirty something. She's battling some insecurities. Oh, yeah. And she's a pyrokinetic. Okay. So, um, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, she has no trouble kind of like setting hospitals on fire, yet she's struggling to kind of find that spark, you know? It's a little ironic, you know? Can create fires but can't find that romantic spark in her own life. Um, Yeah, and I feel like... I feel like Liz is who I would center the rom-com on as well. Mm, yeah. um, I I think that her story and like her inner turmoil is like the most um, interesting. Um, and yeah, I feel I feel like in a perfect kind of sexy circumstance, she's like oh. having trouble at work, and like she goes to kind of take like uh, a fun vacation to kind of like ease her mind and like is her fun vacation you know in hawaii or is that a mental hospital you know either one <laughs> whatever we feel a mental like whatever hospital, like in B- the bahamas <laughs> in the bahamas exactly she's there she's just trying to like find herself and then you know who does she stumble upon but the guy she grew up next to hellboy um <laughs> Hellboy. What are you and- doing in this Bahamas mental <laughs> hospital? <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like he he has like a job to offer her, like, and it's like kind of a perfect sexy circumstance, and like he like offers her a job to help you know fight demon Nazi dogs, and um, she 
it's kind of like must love dogs, except like must love to kill dogs. You know what I mean? Like must love to set dogs on fire. Um, Must love to set dogs on fire. Um, (laughs) And she like agrees, but they like butt heads. And then, you know, there's like this new hotshot FBI guy and she has to really struggle between like, does she go with this guy, this FBI guy, Myers, who can offer her like a life of normalcy, like a human normal life? Or does she go with this kind of red puffy man <laughs> who has a big stone hand? Like she could. <laughs> the other guy has it all. He has like he wears shirts with buttons and he has soft hands. And the other guy has red stone hands. <laughs> and, um <laughs> But in the end, she has to follow that spark, you know, that spark that she's looking for. And she has that with Hellboy and she doesn't she just doesn't have that with Myers. So that's wow. That's my that's my rom-com. I love it. I love it. Perfect. I love this setting, a tropical beach setting. So (laughs) yeah, and maybe good. And if they're in that tropical, like maybe it's not like, you know, Nazi dogs. It's like maybe like Nazi dolphins or something. Sure. You Ooh, know? I love that. That's a like fun. Nazi, Maracuda. Yeah. Nazi <laughs> dolphin demons that are like, ah, ah, um, you know, uh, fascism. Um, <laughs> well, right. Perfect sexy circumstance is one of my favorite tropes of all time. And it's just when the two leads accidentally get in the perfect sexy circumstance where they have to be around each other. Um, love it. I love it. It's good. Hell yeah. I am going to pay full price for this movie. Yeah. I'm gonna see <laughs> oh my it. God, stop it. I, I'm going to go see it in the dome. Yeah. Oh, in dome. two years. I'm, I know. Don't oh, you guys miss going to yeah. movies? Yes. Sucks. We're paying full price for that movie. We're not going matinee. We're going opening night. Mm-mm. That's right. <laughs> We're not even going to an AMC to use A-list. We're going to the dome. <laughs> <We're paying money>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get a big bucket of popcorn to share with my friends and I'll lick my hand and I'll put it in the popcorn bucket and none of us will be concerned. It'll be, we'll be years older. We'll be years older by the time that comes true. Right? Oh, By the time you're like, do you want to split a popcorn with me? And it's not like somebody will look at you like you're the craziest person on the planet. Yeah. It'll be years or maybe never to where it's like, do you want to try my drink? Which I, I you know, I never should have done that in the first place, but I, you know. But I wasn't a oh. one my drink person there in the end. I'm so. splitting food left and right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting, uh, we're switching plates. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing ice cream. Licking the same cream. Yeah. Used to not matter. Now it's, oh boy. Now it's, yeah. It's, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah. Can't do it. There's a lot. But it's, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Hold on. Let's yeah. bring it. Let's bring it all the way down. I'm so sorry. Um, hey, but we have movies. But we can still we watch movies. movies on our own. We do. I, I, yes. yes, we can. We can still FaceTime each other and talk about be, it. Yeah, it's so great. And like, yeah, just again, I want to reiterate that I <laughs> love so much this lens of watching Hellboy through it. It's like just so nice of you guys to. Have kind of take a chance on this movie because you really don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just thank you so, so much for doing this show. Oh, for, thank you for having yeah. us. Thank you for yeah. having us. It was a blast. Yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> Mia, was your, real quick, was your pitch, was the pitches a shared pitch just so we don't skip over? Did you have yes, your own pitch? Yes, a share, yes okay. no, a shared pitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like, can, I, can I steal your pitch? <laughs> Um, yes, yes, yeah. It was it was co-written. Um, sto- story by Mia. Yeah. Um, if you if we have time, I can give a pitch. Allie. But I oh, did not I prepare as much as Allie. I would oh, love yeah, to I'm hear sorry. your pitch. I just didn't want to. Oh, no. I just didn't want to no, railroad same. over you. No, same. I didn't say anything because I was like, I think we, I, I didn't know how we were on time, so I was like, and I liked oh, Allie I can so go much, over and it. she thought and she thought <laughs> about it, and I'm a little more. I'm improvising mine. But um, okay, in my but in my Hellboy rom com, okay, so I'm incorporating with the tropes I like the most. So um, in this Hellboy rom com, since we didn't really establish where Liz and Hellboy met, Liz is actually a reporter. 
um, in, <gasps> for her job. And she knows Hellboy. Like, they grew up together in, like, the demon sort of compound. But now she's a reporter, but she is living um, in the mental hospital. And, but how, <laughs> so instead of my, like, Myers is still there, but he's not the good on paper guy. Good on paper guy is an architect who comes oh. into the mental hospital to help build a fireproof place for Liz and is sort of like showing wow. Liz that he could build her a fireproof home. And they're sort of like bonding together over. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And since Hellboy. <laughs> you could say fuck. <laughs> and, and since Hellboy is like sort of appearing on the night shows and people are like, is Hellboy real? Is Hellboy not? It's sort of like a Spider-Man situation where Liz's boss, who doesn't know she's a fire starter, is like, you got to get us an expose on Hellboy. So she <gasps> is writing a secret article about him and starts spending time yes. with him again. And oh um, But she falls back in love with him and realizes in the end she can't publish it. But of course, there's a betrayal where he realizes she's writing a secret expose. And then um, so then he does something, um, you know, thoughtless and like runs off to Russia uh, without her. So then she has to mm. say, screw the expose, go to Russia um, to chase after him. And that's how they get to Moscow. Wow. Mia, holy crap. You just pulled that out of your ass? Yeah, I was like, yes. how is this improvised? That was incredible. <laughs> it's just my favorite things. Oh, and then also Liz is, uh, to make it more calm, which Allie knows I like an even balance, 50-50, yeah. is Liz is, oh my God. Liz is quirky and um, it like breaks things. You know, she's like a klutzy woman trope. So with sure. the fire, there's a lot of fun there, you know, oh, where she's constantly yeah. like lighting a plant on fire and then having to be like, it's like she's <laughs> stamping it out. She's at a. She's definitely. Oh my god! They're definitely like at a romantic dinner, and their candle goes out, and she goes, "No worries." And then yes! she like lights a candle. Yes, that but happens. Then, nice. But then there's like an old lady next to her eating dinner who has really big poofy hair, and she catches the lady's hair on fire, and yes! it's like, ah! and has to throw her coat and hide it from the architect and hide it from the architect. Yeah. Yes. Oh. But then yes, when it's yes, 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 he yes. doesn't care because he's fire. He doesn't care. Proof. She doesn't. She doesn't have to hide who she is. You know exactly, what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Classic. Yeah. I know. We gotta write it. We gotta write it up and pitch we it. We gotta to write it. We gotta Nixus? write it and pitch it. Studio. Lionsgate probably owns the property right now. We'll get you. We'll get you a meeting. Yeah, Thank get, you. get us a meeting. We'll get. I like that Dave gave you like a half real answer. It's like, well, li- <laughs> we're gonna have to call Lionsgate. We're gonna have to get Lionsgate. Get, get me a meeting. Wow. I'm watching both of these. Yeah, I'm double feature. I'm paying full price. I'm not. It's not a double feature because I'm paying full price for both. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're paying $40 at the Dome, and we're sharing a refillable popcorn. If Arclight Hell does yeah. that, AMC does. <laughs> uh, both of those pitches, wow. Phenomenal. Oh, thank you so much. It was a joy to get to think of a rom We're shooting. It's, it's ama- I mean, it's amazing that you're able to turn that around so fast. It's just, what a display of your love and knowledge of rom-coms. I'm devoted to the genre now and forever. <laughs> wow. All right. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than listeners. I've been smiling this entire episode, so <laughs> you got to check out their podcast. That again is P. P. S. I love rom coms. It's on our same network, Campfire Media. Correct. Yes. And you can listen to it anywhere on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, just like us. Do you have any final thoughts or uh, other plugs that you want to s- uh, tell our uh, listeners? Um, you can find us on Instagram, too, at PSILoveRomComs and at Twitter. Um, yeah, and yeah, check check us out. We have a new episode out every week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and give us a review and a rating, and give, give us it, a and review give, and rate us, and give it, and give this podcast a review and rate it too. Yeah. Oh, well, well, <laughs> yes. What a perfect segue to our listeners. Uh, <laughs> yes, listeners, we want to hear your thoughts on this rom com special episode. You can email us at ahcrapahellboypodcast at gmail and also you can follow us on Instagram at ahcrapahellboypodcast as well as Twitter ahcraphellboy. And please, as they said before subscribe rate and review um anywhere you do that it gives you that option give us a rating and review and if specifically on apple podcasts if you give us a five-star rating and that review starts with the word boom b-o-o-m boom we will read your review right here on the show and give you a shout out we call that boom reviews (laughs) so 
that's it for this wonderful, delightful episode I call P.S. I would love a rom, a Hellboy rom-com. Uh, thank you again, Allie and Mia. What a delight. I honestly have been smiling this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> truly. Thank you for having us. And thank you for having us. And congrats, you guys. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, I don't know why I said yeah, you're welcome to my engagement. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm engaged. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> listeners, thank you for listening, and remember, we love you. Mark, will you make up some stuff for me so I sound like really <laughs> impressive? Just put me in a movie that no one's ever heard of. Hey, it's Mia. Hey, it's Allie. And we host the Rom-Com Review Podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Com. Each week, we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com, grand gestures, meet-cutes, and of course, that elusive chemistry. Mia, what are you doing holding that giant boombox over your head? I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week. And subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. P.S. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Campfire.